Welcome in. It is Rossi on Wrestling number eight. Eight. Eight is enough? Eight is not enough. We we already made yeah, promises of, of 365 or something like that. Not 52. Of this year. 52 plus. Yeah, we already have a couple lined up. We'll get to at the end of the week. Huge end of the episode. And big news, big news for me Ooh. and for everybody out there who's listening to this podcast, all seven of you. Uh, no, no, we we are doing yeah, all right. We're, we're doing well, all right. All right. Thanks all right. to the help of some of our uh, of our broadcasting colleagues. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So I will be here for the Royal Rumble. We don't go to the Super Bowl Whoa. until Wednesday, so this will be my first Royal Rumble viewing in a long time with yeah, friends. You, well, with you. Yeah, <laughs> you've been to quite a few Super Bowls in a row. Uh, no, not in a row, but I've been to. I've had to work. Because well, we were of both it. there last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. The year before that, you were there because the Patriots so. have went to two in a row. Yeah. So, with your ties to your job, so but you are still going. I'm going regardless of whatever happens. So I will be here. But the most important thing that for me, like people were like, "You're gonna watch the Royal Rumble instead of going out with us on Sunday." And I was like, "Hell yeah!" Like it's the fucking Royal Rumble. Yeah, I'm sorry, this is guys. Too big, guys. Like, Go have a dinner <laughs> in Minnesota in the freezing cold. I'm, oh, I'm watching year, the Rumble. That was first of all. I've gone to one Super Bowl. I'm more than likely only going to that one Super Bowl, probably due to where my future will take me. And this year, I don't know if the Patriots are actually going to get there. And even if they do, I don't know if my boss will send me there. Long story short, though. Too late. To go to Minnesota. No, well, if we, if they go, we go. But I'll tell you right now. I meant long story short, too late. Oh. Well, I always say that. I like to preference <laughs> things that say it's going to be quick. And then when I it just it grabs you, where are you going at that point, really? Yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, we may be at the Super Bowl. I, I doubt it though. If they, we do a super, if we both are in the Super Bowl again, we'll do a bonus episode from oh, yeah. Atlanta. Oh, we'll have to do that week's episode with a player's play. Oh yeah, and we'll get a player on there. All right, that's a guarantee. We'll uh, get somebody. No, I want Jermaine Dupri. Oof. Maybe you can get Usher. I don't know if Jermaine Dupri's still kicking. Yeah, of course he is. I know he's, he's alive. The, you but can I don't find know him he's... in the what is the up in the club one one twelve one tweezy one tweezy. Anyways, this, like I said, Rossi on wrestling. I am Jason Rossi. With me is my tag team partner, the most creative man you don't know, Billy D. Oh, that's sweet. It was. I'm starting off nice because I know this, this is going to get gonna be a good one. <laughs> this episode, if you haven't seen, it's titled "Is Seth Rollins Overrated?" We will completely yes. get it. We'll, we'll get into all of that later on. We'll get into the good, the bad, the ugly, but we will start off with. A wild-ass week for wrestling. This is the first week of 2019, and wrestling is off to an amazing, amazing start from all over the world. But first thing is first, we must introduce the very first Rossian Wrestling Royal Rumble Invitational. What the hell is that? If you read my rundown. No, <laughs> I didn't it is I haven't not. had time to do anything. No, you've been working like until midnight every single day. I'm winging it, folks. But nonetheless, that's good. We don't tell people how the sausage is made anyways. But this year, like every year, we, I always kind of put together a Royal Rumble betting. And usually it's like 10 bucks. But this year, with the audience we have now and with friends and people that are interested, we're going to try to get 30 people in. Oh, so yeah. This is what I live for. This I'm sorry. It, to say it, no, my nerd, the no, Royal Rumble is the best event of the year. Like, I'm talking Super Bowl. Ooh. I'm talking Grammys. I'm talking yeah, about Grammys. That's whatever. You're, whatever you're you jacked like. up with the yes. Grammys. <laughs> no, but people do. This, no, you're right. This people is my Super Bowl. It really is. It's the most fun you'll have as a wrestling fan or even non-fan, a, a, a um, casual fan. You're going to get oh, together with people. this is the one that like, people at my work will be like, oh, I still watch the Royal Rumble, yeah, though. Yeah, Royal it's Rumble, WrestleMania. I have a nerdy friend who still watches wrestling. I go over his house. Yeah, exactly. Tell him to come on over. Hopefully he'll be in the new house. But... Um, yeah, so this year, here's the rules. It's going to be a $20 buy-in that will get you into both Royal Rumbles, men's and women's. Ooh. So not going to be expensive. $10 a Rumble, if you would. And it's we're trying to get to the 30 people. It's a cap. As soon as we hit 30, we're done. We're shutting it off. What if we get uh, 60 people? 
Uh, that's weird. We're gonna, we, once we hit 30, yeah, once we hit 30, we're done. Uh, numbers will be drawn at random. I will post a video on that. You will get a different number per the men's and women's Royal Rumble. Oh, I like Rumble. that. I like the that because you can win both. Yes. The winner will receive $250 per Rumble. Cash money? Cash money. Probably PayPal. I don't have Venmo. Suck it. Dude. Ah, oh, people like you. I have both. All right. Well, maybe maybe it, then it's maybe you can it's be the quick. guy. I don't know. No, Anyways, I'm not doing that. Okay. So then here's the way you can win money around it. Oldest competitor in the Rumble will be a $10 win. Youngest. All these are $10 wins. Oldest competitor, youngest competitor, longest time in, shortest time in, uh, most eliminations. I like it. Those are the, all the ways. So Fun. that's all your buyouts for both Royal Rumbles. Again, winner will receive $250. You get $10 per. If you, you can have multiple of these. Oldest, youngest, longest, shortest, and we're talking about time in the Rumble, as well as most eliminations. You can DM me at Jason D. Ross if you want to get get in on this. It'll be posted on the socials over the next week. So get in on that. So now and you can just DM me if you want. Yeah, slide into Billy's DM. They open? Yeah, they're open. Open for business. Always open. 24-7, baby girl. 7-Eleven. Uh, that's my page. I miss Paige already. Just uh. hearing her baby girls every so often out of the control cleavage. Um, but let's jump into the world of wrestling news. Wrestle Kingdom 13. Seems like it was six years ago now. It was just six nights ago at the time of this recording. All eight championships changed hands. First time, I believe, on any pay-per-view in the history of, of wrestling. Anything. Yeah, it, it never happens with anything. Every single title Usually change it's hands. one or two. Yes, in, in the past, I believe... And most places don't defend all of their belts at once, so kudos to them for doing that. Yeah, and the other thing they said, I think there was a WWF pay-per-view, I looked it up, that had like three titles defended, or three titles up on the line, and they changed, but one was vacant, one was the end of a tournament, so this is the first time in history... Oh, vacant's had a lot of reigns, though. Yes, it has, and lost a lot, but it's not about how many times you get knocked down. How many times you're vacant again? <laughs> so, Will Ospreay beat Kota Ibushi for the Never Open Weight Championship, which basically means that's a that's like their like intercontinental in a way. It basically takes you out of being a lower weight into being like a heavyweight. So now Will Ospreay has that title. You also got the tag team titles changing hands. Zack Saber Jr. beat Ishi for the British Heavyweight Championship. Ishi three. Almost. He's going to be making his debut soon. Excellent match against Adam Cole Bebe on NXT. Uh, you also had Juice Robinson beating Cody, which we're going to get plenty of news on Cody in just a few minutes for the United States champion. That, again, was our guy. Um, oh, no. I just forgot his yeah, name I again. No, I love him, though. I got in trouble Only for this one last planet. Week. Yeah, I got in trouble with this last week for not saying who he was. Is it Jordan, Jason, Jason Jordan? Oh, getting that. I, it you're was getting something that. like that. It Juice was Robinson Juice Robinson. Dro- C.J. Parker. C.J. Parker. Right. He was great. I didn't Wikipedia that. Um, Daniel you, Bryan stole his gimmick. He sure did. Brought it to the next level. So he then you also has now. And then Kushida also lost his junior heavyweight championship. Jay White beat Okada, which was a huge victory. Jay White is on the trajectory of being the next Kenny Omega for New Japan, and we'll get into a little bit of how that's going to play out. Uh, Naito beat Chris Jericho in a no-disqualification match for their Intercontinental Championship. If you saw anything on social media, Chris Jericho got his ass kicked. Bleeding. Which is good, though, because that put him all over it. Even I saw it, and I don't really watch much of this stuff, yeah. and he was everywhere this week. And the everywhere. big one, Tanahashi defeated Kenny Omega for the uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. So that means the Young Bucks didn't win, Cody Rhodes didn't uh, lost his title, Omega lost his I title. I mean, since they're probably, I mean, is, has Omega decided? We'll probably get to that in a we'll second. We'll get to it. Um, but before that, New Year's Dash, which is their night after Raw and now SmackDown after Raw show. No big news coming out of that, but no Bucks, no Rhodes, no Kenny Omega. 
See, I kind of like it, though, when somebody is about to leave an organization and they keep the title and then they drop it in, like, a, yeah, I, a dickish way. I mean, maybe they didn't want to do that. Maybe it's different in, you know, in yeah, their, the way their guidelines work. The way their guidelines work and you have to leave the belt. But I always find that's a cool storyline that you can, you know, maybe have a crossover later. Because I'm sure they're not going to be opposed to crossing over with them. Well, that's the hope. And that we'll get into some of that conversation in a moment, too. Also, TNA ran a pay-per-view homecoming. Now, TNA has had its major downs, few ups. <laughs> they have. They've been getting better. And it's definitely on the upswing. It's just there's so many much rest. No, there is. There's buzz around this. Yeah, well, there were some cool things that happened during this. The only thing that really... <laughs> Somebody texted me and said... Three different Survivor contestants were in a match. Yeah, they, they they're they're doing the best they can. They're moving from network of pop TV, which is on like every cable network, to like I think it's Voyage Television that's on like one third. I know what either of those are. Well, if you Google it, you you would check it out. The only thing that really major that comes out of this is that uh, Johnny Impact, formerly uh, Johnny Nitro, formerly John Johnny Morrison, Mundo, Johnny Mundo. Took on Brian Cage for the championship. It was a crazy match. I saw some of these highlights on there. Johnny uh, Impact keeping the championship. Um, just some of the other things that happened during this one. You had Sammy Callahan, who also used to be in NXT, took on Willie Mack and destroyed him. He's been crazy. Sammy Callahan is one of those guys. You watch him on any independent. He's doing, like, death matches. And I think this was a death match, actually. I mean, you might as well be speaking Australian, talking TNA to me. All right. Then I'll end it with Eddie <laughs> Edwards, local guy here, took on Moose, who I think is a future WWE guy. He beat him in a false count anywhere match. I'm just trying to keep everybody up to date on all the wrestling stuff. Obviously, on all the TNA, TNA impact you need. Yes, right there. And I think that maybe we have more listeners than they have viewers. Um, <laughs> now let's get into the big news. All Elite Wrestling the Young Bucks and Cody held the rally at Jacksonville, no more than about three miles away from where SmackDown was running their show in Jacksonville. This was hosted by Alex Marvez of from SiriusXM and Conrad Thompson. Oh, yeah, because he's involved in uh, the Starcast. Promotion. Yeah, Starcast Which, and the other thing, whatever. Uh, fight or, now, fight. Yes, fight the fight app. So they, they announced the big news coming out of it was Double or Nothing will take place on May 25th, 2019 at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. Ooh, that would be something I'd be interested to go to because I love Las Vegas. So this is the thing. StarCast 2 will also be taking place that weekend. So if you know anything about when StarCast. Is this? We're getting tickets right this now. This is May. Well, maybe I can reach out. We, we're, we're in Hell the business. Yeah. So this is happening on May 25th. They are making these events big they're making these events like a wrestlemania weekend where it's just it takes over the city and there is not a better place probably to do this than las vegas no there's not a better place to do anything than las vegas including like you know lots of illegal things things that people want to do i think a friend of ours (laughs) one of my parties there yes uh that was a dark time for me. Not did not attend, but that's a story. Oh for yeah, that's time. right. <laughs> I believe I was called out on the airplane. But um, yeah, so that's going to be happening that weekend. What else went in there? Cody Rhodes said, "Like you haven't seen before, wins and losses are going to matter." Nah, I don't believe that. Well, listen, they're, they're they're talking a lot of hype here. So that was one thing he said. Brandy Rhodes came out to a big Brandy, Brandy, Lashley, Lashley. I love Brandy Rhodes. Uh, Brandy Rhodes. One of the most beautiful women in the Even world. Even my wife yesterday, she couldn't almost control herself. She's like, this girl is absolutely gorgeous. Breathtaking. I said, yeah, she, I said she is. She said that the women obviously will be a part of this. There is a women's division. They brought out Britt Baker, who is the first signee. And they said women will be paid equally to the men. That's, no sliding scale. That's which fantastic. Which is nice to say. I, that's gonna be tough tougher to, hold. to do. Yes. Tougher to do, especially when you're gonna be bringing on big guys who who are used to big paydays. So 
You're going to have to find some top female stars, and they should, and they probably will to even it out. Yeah, I'm going to be very interested how that works, who are the names they're going to be able to grab. Then we saw some debuts and people we haven't seen on the scene in a while. Pac, formerly known as Neville, came out during Hangman That's Man big Page. for them. A lot of people yes. love him. A lot of people want to see him, and he's a cooler character when he's not in WWE and his abs right now. I mean, He's got like a 10-pack. It's actually gross. Yeah, it is frightening. He looks so he's, good. He's in- more ripped than Finn Balor. Yes, and he looks so much better in WWE. I thought he because he was a thick son of a gun. He's a yeah. big little guy, if that makes any sense. He, he's like, oh, yeah, he's, he's wide, he's, he's jacked, jacked up as hell. And now he's gotten leaner, and he's actually kind of gross looking. But nonetheless, big name people want to see. So he looks like he's going to be going after Hangman Page for the debuting All Elite Wrestling title. That was kind of part of their promo. Then they moved on to say that there will be a second show later this year in the Jacksonville area. Will not include a star cast but will be their next big event that will run sometime this summer. So well, everybody loves Jacksonville for big events. Well, that's if there's no bigger place than Jacksonville. Did you go to Jacksonville for a Super Bowl? God, no. no that was before. That was, that was way young. before me. But uh, everybody has horror stories because Jacksonville is terrible. And, well, here's the, here's the thing, though. Speaking about Jacksonville being terrible, the portions of that event, when they do it, will go towards gun control and gun violence in Jacksonville. So they're tying like, in some promote charity. it more? I don't believe so. I think they're trying to do the opposite. Okay. But I don't know. I've never been to Jacksonville. I just hear it's a dump. By the way, quick shout out to the show The Good Place. Do you watch that? I don't, but it's the one with, um, uh, what's his face from Cheers? Ted Danson. Oh, Ted Danson. And, and uh, uh, Kristen Bell. Oh, Kristen Bell. I thought I would hate her. I love her now. Yeah. But there's a character on the show who's ex- obsessed with Blake Bortles because he's from Jacksonville, Florida. I've seen clips of this. And it it's worth a watch, especially if you think Florida is like a dump hole, which it is, and they accentuate that a lot. All right. Well, show. sorry if there's any f- listeners from Florida. Probably not. Screw them. Okay. Yeah. So the screw, they, 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 now you're getting all like, oh, I, I don't want to offend anybody. Oh, I'm gonna offend a lot of people, I'm especially sure we you are. soon. So uh, Chris Jericho then made his debut signing with All Elite Wrestling. He said, "Quote: I am all in, and I am all Elite Wrestling, and he wants to take over the universe." Little uh, jab, maybe. Little there. jab. He looks rough. He's, he's still pulling it it's off. It's the hair. He's still pulling it off. I don't even know if it's the hair. To me, I it's think a... it's that like low rent, weird looking, like top hat and bad oh, face paint. Yeah, yeah. Oh, when he does the dress up. Yeah, and he I'm does just like it. this looks terrible. But, but at least it's interesting. So... To me, I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna probably put him there soon. He may go down as the greatest wrestler of all time because he's, he's, he's definitely reinventing in the himself. category. Yeah, but I don't think he has the the overall like the rock. Stone yeah, but the, Austin, he's better than both those guys because those guys were big, no. big allures. But he's not a like he has done more for the wrestling business than a lot of people. Well, it's true, but he's never attained the height that they have, and they were only there for a short time. That's true, but this is that's why. But he's debate. definitely in the conversation he, of the top yeah. five. And if you want to make that argument alone on his ability to reinvent himself, the amount of time he's been around, the promotions he's carried, yeah. yes, he's yes. definitely in that conversation. And so, and the other thing with him, you know, when we did our Mount Rushmore episode, you can go into the, our archives, which you can subscribe to us on at not at uh, search Rossi on Wrestling on iTunes. Subscribe. You can leave a review. We'll send you probably nothing. Yeah. Somebody I think wrote on there. We talk too much. That's the one review we have. It's a podcast. I know. So I would appreciate if anybody else that hears us at this point could put anything on there and just like any star rating above one. Do you want us to play like a banjo? Yeah. Like, like we, Too much talk. On a podcast? You want silence? Yeah, honestly. We should. We'll just have my wife who's sleeping in the corner talk. All right. So that was kind of the big stuff coming out of All Elite. Then we have Kenny Omega floating in the ether Abyss. out there. So rumor is from Dave Meltzer, his contract is up with New Japan on January 31st. So that would mean no rumble. 
That would mean, and there's also talks of he getting a huge offer from WWE. So, Billy, I'll put it this way. You're Kenny Omega. What do you do? Do you go to WWE, let's say, for a year? You see a guy like AJ Styles on one side, and you see a guy like Shinsuke on the other. You see a guy like Finn Balor. You see a guy like Bobby Roode, who were out there. Or do you say, I'm going to go with my friends. You'll have creative control. You'll be able to have some fun with it. Where do you go if you are Kenny Omega? Well, I would have to know his financial situation if he was, you know, if he wanted to make the deal to sell him for the rest of his life, and that's up to him. For me, I think I would go and take a shot with All Elite just because I want to be part of that young upstart. I want to have a chance to be as creative as possible. I want to go out and create. Yes. And I don't think he'll be able to do that in WWE, and I don't think they'll, you know, I, and we'll get into this when we talk about AJ Styles. I think they've kind of killed his allure a little bit because he's not a good character right now. And I feel like that would happen to Kenny Omega very quickly. And we, we, we've seen them, like, with these characters quickly crush them, especially when they get up to the main event level. And he should be a guy who's instantly main event like AJ Styles was. He shouldn't need NXT. He should be on the main card. And if they do that, maybe it's worth it. But I'm going to All Elite if I'm him. I want him in All Elite. I want more of this. Like, people are saying this is competition. This is It's competition for this reason. It's competition for our attention. It's they are not The smarts are definitely going to pay yeah, attention. And it's not competition to WWE. They're not taking any money out of WWE's pocket at this point. But what they're doing is they're getting the attention of the wrestling fan and the fact that they have, uh, you know, the Khan family involved, billionaires, the first other billionaires to be involved in wrestling since Ted Turner. And I, I want Kenny Omega there. I, I, I just think my problem is, but sometimes with WWE, you get these guys, they don't know how to keep guys hot long. And no, no, that would be a big part of our future episode with AJ Styles. But I think that's one of my issues. So I really would love to see Kenny Omega go to All Elite or do something with Ring of Honor, be a part of that. I, and so it brings my eyes there. As bad as WWE is, and we'll address that when we talk about Raw, but I don't think there will ever be another WCW because WCW was already... A pretty huge company had a large yeah, segment they had a- of AWA. Was, was, yeah, they were right basically before. the South. Yeah. WWE was the North, and they they kind of took over with Ted Turner. They got Hulk Hogan. I don't think that's going to happen again. At least maybe it for could. a very not long time. Yeah. But I see All Elite being ECW level. Yes, that that is a good point. That's... And maybe getting to the point where WWE WWE is like maybe we'll just absorb you yeah. i kind of hope that never happens me I too or at least maybe they're doing the adjustments they did in the product that they did go back to 1996 when they started getting a little more them. serious yeah it's like oh people are really paying attention to that back then it was different it wasn't all just about ratings but it was about the vibe and now it's all about social media numbers and all that and i think all leaders definitely has the internet wrestling fans uh you know at a craze so uh the last thing i don't know if you were able to catch this priscilla kelly what does that name mean to you is that the tampon lady that is the tampon lady my friend okay this was this was so I saw a lot of people, including like Bully Ray, saying this was art. Yeah. Okay, if you want to qualify that as art, it's fine. But to me, it's not what wrestling should be. I, it, to me, it's on the line of like, yeah, it's a movie. Like pornography is a movie. Like oh. it's disgusting. So I watch a lot of movies, you're saying? Yeah, me too. But a deep you know, collection you know of movies? I mean? Like it's a classification of the genre. But it's not it's, – it was a little bit – too much and like yeah. i get it it's for a different audience it's not for the wwe audience and i get that but There's it's also not what gym i for want like 40 people and it's it looks bad because a lot of people are say seeing it i've had people come up to me work people yeah. our friend lauren who's you know doesn't know a lot about wrestling Rick Flair. that's Rick what she Flair. thought rick flair's quote was i said hey what does rick Woo! flair do she goes rick, rick flair. flair 
So she thought that was WWE, and I was like, oh, I really hope people aren't saying, like, this is what I watch. It's kind of embarrassing. It is. She wants to go out and make a name for herself. I get it. That's fine. But it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. I each their own, though. Yeah. My issue was she dug into her, we'll go, wrestling tights. She was down there just a little too long. And I think it was the probably to find it. A, yeah. But B, it's like that's what made it a little uncomfortable for me. Because then me it's what, a bot. It's the bodily fluid, like Big E throwing the things out of his. Oh, when you actually his, see the blood. Well, yeah, it's a bodily blood. fluid. Yeah. So at least they're they're making you think that that's and what pop it that right is. in the girl's mouth. If you haven't seen this, the ooh, story is this girl ooh. reaches. She gets the girl. You know, they're in a wrestling match. The girl's on a chair. So imagine sitting in a folding chair, kind of like she got dazed out. And another female, this Priscilla Kelly, reaches into her, her wrestling tights for a good five, six seconds, pulls out a, quote, used tampon that looked more like a tea bag. Literally, I think yeah, it was it a tea like bag. Yeah, looked like she got tea bagged. And then puts it in the other girl's mouth and, and closes got... it and then smacks her. Yeah, she steeped her. She, she, you know what? The closer, of the, you know what the biggest finisher in wrestling is? That one. AIDS. Uh, yeah, to me. Too far? And we, we talk about this in a thread I have with my job knocker friends. They, I was trying to, like, I don't know what I can equate it to. It's not like Big E pulling the pancakes out of it because it's not a bodily fluid. Somebody was like, it's like if you wipe your, wiped, your, wiped your ass yeah. with shit on it and yeah. then rubbed it in somebody's face. That's oh, basically like the that. equivalent. It is, but clearly this wasn't real. It's not no, really no, a tampon. No, but no. the fact that... It was shoot blood. It was, but the whole no, thing... No, no, it was... It was, it was uh, work, 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 working work blood. Blood. Well, blood, blood are, working blood on us, <laughs> yeah. or, like, tampons on us. Yeah. Uh, nasty stuff, nonetheless, but she definitely made a name for herself. All right, time to get into the good, the bad, the ugly. I have a challenge for you. Okay. When we talk about the good, you let the good ride. No, I can't. I you got no there's, because there's a we have differing opinions. I know, but then on you, what is good? But then you can tell what me what's makes, bad. No, 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 no. You can I say can, what's good, okay, and then I'm gonna tell you why it's not good. And then if I say something that's bad and you think it's good, this is how it works. We can't. Mm. I can't let you say this is good without me being like, no, it's fucking not. You can say no, it's not, but I'll get to that when we get to that. Now, all right, let's just see how it goes. Right. Anyways, we'll start off with the good. I'm going to start off with the start of both Raw and SmackDown. Nope. I thought right, the reason these enough. are good fair is enough, because everyone wants new. Oh, where's all the new changes? Where's all this? They're doing these minor tweaks and changes, and I thought the way Raw started with an introduction, boom, right into Lashley and Rollins brawling. And then you had the whole pull apart. Thought that was good. SmackDown, you go opening, Brilliant. and then you get right to Daniel Bryan in the back, and another great promo. A little weird how, like, nobody interferes. If Daniel Bryan threw a hot dog at me, I'm not just taking it, unless he throws it in my mouth. I also loved his selling of the hot dog to the face. That oh, the was guy? great. Yeah, it's like he got shot with a cannon. He, he, I, it's going to be one of those things, like those infomercials, how people, like, white people oh, yeah, don't know I how to do anything. Open up a jaw. Yeah. So those two openings, fantastic. Different. Kept me on my toes. Did not know what to expect next, especially with the Daniel Bryan one, which he did a promo in the concession stands. Then he was going into the crowd, made his way towards the ring. Our truth, but he got attacked by our truth, and he went right into the match. And it was so good because this is how you use people like our truth. Yes, you put him in this situation. It's it's and it was it was a callback to a few weeks ago. Fighting him at Royal Rumble. We'll we'll get into that. We'll get into that. That's definitely going to come. So so. that was very well booked. Beginning of SmackDown, great. Okay, then good. Hulk Hogan's promo. No, fuck it. The, no, after they did the the ten bell salute, which always gets me a little emotional. I don't know what it is. Hulk Hogan's promo uh, was so weird at the it end. It was he weird, but the fact that all he, the people who yeah, were was dead. the de- we're gonna do a de- we're gonna do a death royal rumble. Oh, all the dead people in a rumble. Who you got? But uh, they have more than thirty. But I thought he was so good in like the way I, like, just because we haven't seen Hulk Hogan. He shouldn't have been out there. He, 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 even if we'll get to that. It's in embarrassing, a second. but. Being out there, he hasn't cut a promo like that in a long time. And he had it off the top of his head. You could tell there was actual emotion. We'll get to the bad side of him in a moment because there, it is there. There yeah. is there. Because, yeah, all right, we could just start here. He should have, and I said to my wife, I remember that moment, I said, Din, 
he's going to apologize to start. That's what I thought. I said, because he took the glasses off. He saw his eyes. I'm like, this is an opportunity. And this is simple. All he had to say was, you know, it's good to be back with my, with the WWE universe. I want to apologize for everything that's gone on for the past few years. Doesn't even have to say anything. Just, I apologize for everything in the past few years. Thank you for having me back. See, but he didn't pause. Then go. He drafted off of his dead friend. Oh, yeah. Into the WWE, I, and, and the he WWE got a cheer for no reason. This right. guy should have apologized, and the he way should have, he should—there's no it, public apology. He, no, this is he, the, he wrote a statement. The way he matter. should have apologized yep. was he should have had an on-camera interview backstage, pre-taped that they aired with Renee, and then next week you have him come out and eulogize him. Or because even this was not the time nor the place. He shouldn't get a pop till he apologizes. He shouldn't come okay. out and That's even a good, apologize. I can't even in argue that. Yeah, I can't. I think the apology could happen in the ring because there would be no social media backlash. There'll be no time for it because that's what they've done with him. They've been so safe with him. They knew the mean genie thing. You're right. It's a safe space. People are going to boo at that time. In Saudi Which Arabia, is grossly, it's I, disgusting. I understand that. In, in Saudi Arabia, same thing. They knew those people are just happy to see a legend like that. So yes. the other good, and I'm taking this as a good. I know we'll get feedback and then this is going to be a big part of our uh, main topic in a few minutes. The Dean Ambrose Seth Rollins match was Too short. Go- it was good. It no, was a good fine. match. They were brawling. I watched the highlights. I refused to watch it live. Oh, I watched the whole thing live. Well, actually, I watched it the Waste next morning. It was a great match. It was highly recommended. It was one of their better matches they've had, especially in this run. It actually made me feel like they actually hated each other because they weren't waiting. But I don't care. I, that's okay, but the falls count anywhere. Stipul- it was good. It was a good match. I thought it tied in. You know, I, I know one of our friends, Kevin, who we do a text sometimes during the show, was complaining, like, oh, they're facing each other twice. I actually like that because it's story within a show. So if you go back and watch that show, it's not like, where is the story coming from? Nah, I hated it. Well, that's hated fine. It, it was, it, but the match it. itself was really good. Lashley ends up interfering. Makes Dean Ambrose the IC title look weak, which they they have issues with that in general. But that I really liked. Then, it's, it's their problem, though, that they're like, we're going to give you this until you like it. And it this, works for me. But, it works for all wrestling oh, fans. I'm God, sorry, it does. And John we'll get Cena. to this in the bad, but I have a lot of stuff to say about this. Oh, I farted. Sasha Banks' promo was awesome. Spot on. Simple, ben. easy Great spot for her. Ronda Rousey, for some reason, all of a sudden loves Sasha Banks. That, regardless. Then she comes out. Nia Jax says, cuts a good what promo. Line, she makes fun of, the what? Nia Jax perfectly just says, she's getting the back of the line. I thought Nia Jax so good as a sarcat, as a, like a snarky heel. And she just looks and goes, what line, bitch? Go and just heads to the ring. But that's when, and I know uh, you said you have to fill a three hour show. There's so many do. ways to fill a three hour show. But what I would have done is, whoa, 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 this match isn't happening. Let's build the anticipation because half of life is Next anticipation. Next week you could have done it. You always want, like, the waiting is the best part of most things. So what they could have so, done, you're right, you could have had a tag match. No tag matches. No tag no, matches. No, you still got to have the people. No, fuck tag You matches. have to pay. Fuck tag if matches. If I pay no money. No tag matches. If I pay money you to do go that, to a show. No, you do that at the end of the show. But what am I? I'm paying to see this. I'm a viewer of Raw. Give me something. No, 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 no. When you go to Raw, you should understand you're watching a television show and yeah, they're telling is, stories. Yeah, that would you be part of the story. You can't always get what you want out of a Raw. They should be building stories. What so what should, should, done, should they have filled in They there? should have done Ruby Riot versus Nia Jax. Why would they, they fight? Because they, they're never going to fight. You're saying, you know what? You right. two, you two do deserve it, but there are other people on this roster who deserve it as well. So Ruby, well, you you're going to face could have got a Ronda match. Yeah. And I can Sasha, see both ways. you're gonna face uh, like Mickey James, oh, another baby two, match. I two see matches, it. and that way you fill Heel. it up. And then next Heel. week, the like you know who's gonna win, but you can still see a ma- you see the matches, and then you get those squashes in where those people both look strong yes. going into a match. Okay, fair point, fair point. It was a good point. I thought you were just gonna give me no reason and just no, cry. no, no. I, I was good. I'm offering. You're on. You're in a good place today. Yes, you're in a good place. I don't know. All this work and it's done good. The SmackDown main event: Becky, Carmella, Charlotte, 
incredible. Great match. SummerSlam rematch where this all started for Becky. So if you go back real quick before we get through it, that was a SummerSlam match where, you know, uh, Charlotte won her way back into the match and made it a three-way. That's where Becky turned on, quote-unquote turned, actually became the biggest face in the world uh, by attacking Charlotte after Charlotte won. This was the rematch. This match was awesome, and I am so impressed by Carmella's performance. Everything about this was great, except for the fact I didn't like any of the people in that match, being in that match. Yeah. Because Carmella's I didn't like Carmella. number 30. Oh, that's a good point. That was weird. Carmella's number 30. So you 30. knew she was out. You knew she wasn't winning. And then Charlotte and Becky have fought way too many times to be fighting again so closely. That should have been something completely or, different. How about this? And give Asuka a different challenger because I want Becky Lynch winning the Rumble. And she still we'll might get, anyways. Well, yeah, we'll but get to that. the thing that SmackDown did is they probably were like, this match is happening. But the people on SmackDown were like, all right, if this match is going to happen... We're going to have three fucking awesome promos, which they didn't have in, on Raw. No, those backstage things Those backstage, great. all of them Quick, were exactly— 30 seconds. Perfect. Perfectly executed gut. That maybe was, each, usually I'm like, ah, maybe I won't watch this. But I saw Carmella. I was like, ah, oh, this is cool. It's like nicely led. It's backstage. Great promo. Yep. Becky, really short, great promo. Charlotte, great promo. They all made sense. They were all logical. It's like, yes. And they all even wanted I don't want something. This match, even though I don't want this match, there's a re- they made it work. They made it— Mean something. Yeah, I thought the match was great. I, I didn't mind the match. The outcome I didn't like, and we'll get into it in the bad, but spoiler, yeah. Becky wins. Um, great for the crowd, though. And then just two other quick goods. Usos versus The Bar. Phenomenal. He, and I, you said this about two years ago, that you think the Usos might be the greatest tag team in the working history of wrestling. A working tag In-ring team. In-ring performing yes. tag team ever. And they, it, it, it's stunning how good they are and shocking how you will forget. Because sometimes you'll see all the Usos again, where whoever, they cut these vicious promos to start with their new kind of like gang-like thing where the Uso penitentiary, it's great, it gets a pop, they come out, and they're just great in the ring. And they have, in SmackDown's tag team division, there's no bad matchups for anybody. The Bar versus the Usos, I already want to see it again. It it's was so beautifully good. beautifully done match because everybody can go, everybody works in their styles, and it's not... Like a Seth Rollins match where it's like, we're going to hit the sling blade half-heartedly into this move into the ropes, into that move. Save it's it. all so, over the place all the time. It was. Action was insane. And you never know, like, falls come from different places yeah. all the time with all of those and guys. And there's action around the ring. And I know, I think, I believe they say, even though uh, Rikishi was their dad, right? Yeah. Booker T trained them. Yep. He went and to you, can, you can kind of feel that energy that, like, from Booker that they have in the ring where it's just everything looks crisp. Yep. And you can tell they care about constructing a match that is a little nuanced and different. I think they just care. I and think the, you nailed it. They care. The bar cares. These teams really aren't letting time just go by. They want to make their matches count. And the best part? Mandy. The, the Mandy Rose tie-in. damn Rose. And the use of prop, beautiful. proper sexuality comes out in a towel and, fl- and slippers. That was kind of funny. That's cute. And she's saying, oh, did I forget my little tiny? And she said the right words. She didn't say panty. She said wrestling shorts or my, or I said, she just said my teeny weeny uh, gold top. It was, se- it, it was great sexuality involvement, great tie-in. The distracts the Usos. They lose the match. Awesome. And then the backstage segment I thought was good too. And everything made, and I talked about, again, the Jabbernaka does a great job of like the whole week recap and like we're kind of broad strokes in yep. this one. But we were talking about it and we were all just like, these shows are from two different universes and they tied together so many different things. And even though I hate, 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 hate oh. the Shane and oh, Miz that's, stuff, oh, so bad, off so next. bad. But they worked in... That feud, they worked in the feud between the tag teams. They worked in the feud between Mandy and and the storyline just of the Miz and Shane and, and that Miz, was just and Naomi one, and that was just yeah. one match that accomplished 
so or much. Or even if you want to call it just one segment. Did one everything. Segment did so much. And so and then, gave you the best match of the week. Yes. And I would argue that could right up there be with the best match of the week was the Samoa Joe and Cien Almas versus um, Mustafa it, Ali and Rey Mysterio. It did start a little slow, but oh my man, God, finish those guys, awesome. So get to the quickly with the bad. The Miz and Shane McMahon all of a sudden are number one contenders. So that Uso match we just mentioned was if the Usos won, they get a tag team title match at Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Usos lose. Okay, let's see what happens next. The Miz comes out. I thought it was going to be Sanity or something uh, cool. That would have been fine. Miz comes out and doesn't do anything but just say, we want a number one contenders match. Gets bro kicked. They say, you you got it. Made no sense. And then that Shane's like, the hey, Miz, parts, we got it. One of the weak parts of oh, SmackDown Because right nobody wants this. Nobody wants this. The only thing I hope for, and we're definitely going to bring this up again, so mark your calendars on that Royal Rumble preview in two weeks. Or uh, next week. No, two weeks. Mm-hmm. That... I'm telling you right now, The Miz has to turn on Shane McMahon. This needs to be a greatly told story where The Miz... No, The Miz turns on Shane because Shane took his spot at the greatest, uh, whatever the hell that is, crown jewel, to be the best in the world. To me, the only way they can make this work is if Miz gets adopted by Vince. This story is bad, and it's going to wind up with a WrestleMania match with Miz and Shane, and nobody wants it. So then the other bad, and I've been talking about this, I'm going to keep harping on it, too many good stars are in title matches... At the Royal Rumble. Becky Lynch becoming the number one contender. And I know it may not take her out of the Rumble. And I know there's going to be a million ways to get us to this Becky potentially versus Ronda Rousey match. Or in Charlotte being involved. I don't know yet. See, we'll I'm see. worried it's just going to be Charlotte and Ronda because they think It would make no matchup. sense though because we that's already why, saw it. That's why it's going to happen. Uh, but anyway, so right now your title contend. The people going up for championship belts. Becky, Sasha, Braun, AJ. We don't, all those people all should be in the Rumble. And you should be giving more opportunities to the mid to lower card guys for the title match at the Rumble. I've said it before. I, it will continue to be my bad every time there's a number one contender. Okay, my bad. And borderline ugly, awful, horrible. Six men tag. Oh. Six men tags should never happen again. Unless it's, it's a good way to get no, guys in No, there. no, Just figure out a way to creatively book them in singles matches. Smackdown can do it. a lot of matches. No, Smackdown can do it. You can do it. When that, when that brawl happened... After the Cena thing, yeah. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, but it's going to lead to a six-man tag match. I know it's going to lead. It should have just came back from break, showed them fighting a little bit, and then they figure out a way to pair them off in nice little singles matches. But no, six-man tag match was fine. lasted way too long, but nothing was accomplished from it. Nothing was accomplished. And you know the thing that really pisses me well, off? Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the ugliest thing. This is the ugliest thing in the world. He smacked the cup. He smacked Triple, Triple H, H. Yeah. just like AJ Styles smacked Vince McMahon. Yeah, but he didn't. No, he didn't hit him physically. He knocked the cup out of his hand. It was terrible, terrible, I don't know, I don't awful. Agree. No, I don't need Seth Rollins doing this anymore. Why does he? Why does he? He needs an edge. Why does he get a title shot? He didn't earn it. He didn't yes, he did. He pinned, he, he pinned. He pinned the him champion. in a six-man tag. That, that means dick. Why not? That means dick. Then what does six it mean? Nothing. It means no, nothing. No, it was a six-man tag. Six-man tags are meaningless. They make no sense on a Raw, especially in the main, the the opener. What? The, you was... get your stars in. No, so bad. So you bad. got John Cena. You got Seth Rollins. John you got... Cena that night versus like a uh, Drew McIntyre. A Drew McIntyre, or even like a uh, Zack Ryder would have been phenomenal. I, that's not happening. We stop bringing Zack Ryder up. Right? I love Zack Ryder, but um, uh, but nonetheless, um, I think you know he's. Uh, We'll get into Seth Rollins in a second. Um, the thing next, the ugly, just the quick ones. We already said it. Hulk Hogan. Terrible. Without the public apology, that was rough. And then Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar's promo may have been the worst thing that has ever happened. I still say the, the six-man tag was worse. That that, 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 but. That's, you're, you're crazy, but that's your opinion, and it's a terrible one. But 
that Braun Strowman, you, I think they were stalling for halftime. It made no sense. But I think they were stalling for halftime of the NCAA championship, which was a terrible game. And I think that was happening. But the fact that Strowman comes out, says, no mic. He grabs a mic, puts it back. I'm like, okay, good. Action. That's what I want out of Braun Strowman. Then Lesnar's up there on the green, uh, green screen, in the backstage, and Heyman's like, what do you want to do? And he's like, ah, let's see what he has to say. He's like, and then Beastie they were like, kind of like chirping him a little bit. It was, it was like, it was, it honestly, was you know what? It was constructed. Flirting. It was, like, it was flirting. It was never rehearsed. It was awkward flirting. Though. It was that. Well, that's my flirting. But it was bad. I didn't like anything about the segment. It did nobody any favors. Brock comes out, no physicality. If Braun Strowman can't go, that's his character. He's he should be a badass that just fights. If he can't go, if he still has a shoulder injury, he then should be don't out put there him out beating there. up a jobber with one arm yeah. tied behind his back. Or just don't like, put him out there. Yeah, put, it, Do the two split scream in the back what they did with Samoa Joe a year ago or two years ago. This match has no juice going nope. into the Royal and it's Rumble. A, it's going to be and bad. I hope to God it's not the main event. Oh, it can't be. One well, of the Royal Rumbles has to be the main yeah, event. Yeah, I think the men's Royal Rumble will be this year. Here's the other thing. I don't want Braun Strowman winning this title as of right now. He, he, he would do nothing for that title. As no, much as Brock, it would be a bad Brock time waste, for him to yes. win it because he's got nothing behind him. But that, you know what? They'll they'll fucking give it to him then. Why not? All right. So now let's get into it. The big topic of the day: Seth overrated. Rollins. Is he overrated? This came from your 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 close friends, your buddies over there at the Jobber Knocker podcast. First off, screw them. Second <laughs> off, the um, I don't care. I, I, do they listen to us? Yeah. Good. Maybe. I don't know. I hope. I, do they mention us? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Hmm. Not us by name. No. Me by name. That's fine. Billy. Our boy Billy. Our boy Billy. Great. Fuck them. All right, because here's the deal. They came up with this a ludicrous idea that... No, it's true. ...that Seth Rollins is overrated. So, first of all, I think the term overrated is an overrated term. But nonetheless, Seth Rollins is right now being poised to be the next guy in WWE. Yeah, I know. And Not deserving of it. Regard, but that's where he is right now. And people, it's. I still think he's the closest thing because I think he has the likability. I think the fans like Who him. Who likes him? Little the fans. fans. No, the fans. He's t-shirt sell. You see him in, in the crowd. I think he is as close as you will get to a like CM Punk style guy on no, the roster now. Not even close. You no, know, he he's is. got no personality. He's got no character. No. What's his character? Burn well, he, it down. Yeah. What does that mean? What he's does got that great mean? Great move set. No, he doesn't. He does. He really doesn't. He has. Really nothing to his moveset. He's got, he's Cesaro got the five moves. Cesaro has well, 10 times the moveset. No, we all know who has the best moveset. Sheamus, Sheamus has 10 times Sheamus the moveset. Sheamus has got the best moveset. Like, but he I is not even on their level of putting But I think what Seth, Rollins, what Seth Rollins has is moves that like can get you excited. Like, oh, the curb he, he's is, got the sling blade. I've never seen anyone do that before. Well, when he fights Finn Balor, it's fun because they both do the same moves. At least Finn Balor sells it. Seth Rollins feels like he's like doing like, uh, I got to do the sling blade now. All right. Uh, so let's here get, we go. So let's get into kind of the little bit of the history of Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins debuted on the main roster at TLC 2013, I believe. And that was with The Shield when they interfered Bam. Bam. Uh, to take out, of all people, Ryback, who used to be hot. Remember him? Um, they, they went on a tear as The Shield. They were beating everybody. They had great matches against the Wyatt family. They had great matches at... Well, they didn't, actually, they've never really had, as a team, a good match at WrestleMania. They but they brought, had a story behind them. At all times. They and were they the were great. Justice. Yes, they were working with CM Punk, you came to find out. They had just had all these different involvements. They there was a motivation. There was character. They there had was one reasons. Time, they at one time, you know, Seth Rollins was a tag team champion with Roman Reigns for a long time, while Dean Ambrose was the U.S. title champion that never nobody, ne- nobody even knew. I think that was like my main event debuted. Um, also, shout out, this week, This week, I think four years, five years ago is when the WWE Network was uh, first, launched? not launched, but announced. 
Oh, all right. It's a good time. I, Anyways, remember but, my, I remember watching the very first match between, I think it was Cesaro and Sami Zayn. On yeah, the on the NXT. Yeah, you're right. And uh, But then Seth Rollins went through the, the, the ups and downs with the Shield. They had breakup storylines. We thought they were going to break up, but then well, they Roman... Won't no, yes. And then you had the Royal Rumble matches. You had all these different, you know, situations within the and Shield. Seth Roll- Rollins was a burgeoning star. He was but kicking Seth, ass. But Seth Rollins, for the most part of the Shield, was the third guy. Roman Reigns was the big power. The crowd loved him. Dean Ambrose was the mic guy. And Seth Rollins was there. Yeah, but you kind of had a feeling he could be the breakout star by his look, by his, by his, like... His work. His work in the ring at that time. Yes. And then they had the, after WrestleMania 30, they had the two matches with Evolution. Yeah, where, where the first he, one at, at Payback, and then... the two big spots. And then that elimination match... Uh, I think that was at By Payback way, or Extreme I'm Rules. I'm on board with Seth Rollins to this point. Yeah, so I'm just going to quickly do a chronological style. And then he had that insane move off of the crowd, like the, I guess you call it load sheeting to the yeah, floor. Yeah, the entryway. It was insane. A, a spot, and it will come up in my match of the week, because this match was awesome. And then the he next night... He did a night, move that was cool. Yeah, I know. shocking. And then the next night is when he turned his back on the shield. Plan and B. Became, yes, the plan B, and became a star overnight star became part of the 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 corporate uh, the authority but, yeah. became his laugh ah, 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 ah. it sounded like ah, soda popinski ah, ah. Uh, if you're a for punch out fans or a bald boy he was he doing things it. with john stewart he was calling out oh. johnny manzel yeah. he was a heel among heels he won money in the bank he won money in the bank with the assist from kane and boston he then was a he was cool he was he was cool he had everything going for him the wrestling gear looked great he was always changing his color and then he got hurt once he won the champion, oh, don't forget, Money in the Bank cashes in at oh, WrestleMania the 31 cash in of all time. Ooh, yeah. Do I think that's great? I still think Dolph Ziggler's was better. It just was for, cool. I I don't know why, but and this one almost you could see coming, but for the right reasons, it was. But awesome, the visuals though. of it, the whole oh, yeah. night, and he had the greatest arc, with the greatest uh, RKO maybe of all time because no. of a different setup. Yeah, the I mean, coordination. I, people I think oversell that a little bit because. Why would he go fly, flying up in the air from just Randy Orton? Do you know how up? strong Randy Orton's traps are? No. I'm, it just, was good. Evan Bourne's, Evan Bourne's is probably yeah, that's, the best. Yeah. Anyways, but he, you know, WrestleMania 31, I think, was his come out show, his, his breakout performance. He had a and, great match. Swing in the belt. Everything was. That was perfect. awesome. And that was also the death of his character to a degree because that was the last night for a long, almost four years. We didn't see the curb stomp. Then he took over the pedigree. Which was bad. Move, that's, which, I think that, you're right. That's it hurt him a lot. The it really did. It hurt him a lot. And a lot of the rumors were because he was going on like Good Morning America and ESPN that next day and they didn't want to show the curb stomp. It's like, get over the public side of this. It the is wrestling. Far more dangerous. Oh, yeah. Move. Yeah. Let's be honest. So, one, he's kicking you to the ground. The other one, he's picking both of your hands from blocking you and pile and pushing your face. It, it was, it's dumb. And it's, it's a Triple H thing, too. Um, and then he went on this, you know, run where he was with the authority, but then they wanted to challenge him in Ireland, tears his MCL, ACL against, in a match and against since Kane. since then, he's been overrated. Well, then he missed WrestleMania 32. He returns at Money in the Bank. Nope, no, I apologize. It was Extreme Rules, I believe, when AJ and Roman Reigns were fighting for the title in an awesome feud, very underrated. And then he comes, he out, comes right out, attacks him, Money in the Bank, beats Roman Reigns, and then gets beat by Dean Ambrose. And kind of since that moment, he's kind of, that's where you're, if you want to call it overrated or whatever you want to call it, they've kind of he's put his character in flux. He's just very lackluster. Yeah. He has no character. What he, is he? Who is he? Well, I can say I that about a lot of people. Yeah, I know. But this is the guy, as you said, yeah, being they're groomed, groomed to be the guy. Right now, I think he has an edge. Right now, I like that he comes out. And like ever since he cut that apology promo. Because um, he knew. 
No, I know he knew, and I know that Vince knew, and everybody knew. I like that he actually came out as a character, regardless of what the character is, as his character, Seth Rollins, and came out and said, like, I suck, that won't happen again. And I think since then, you might not like his performances. I think his performances have been outstanding. I thought him and Dean Ambrose both no. just went at it. Yeah, no, you, you saw highlights. All right, bucko, you got to watch the whole match. Cause no, because he... I don't care enough about him to do it anymore. That's fair. But I it will got say... to the point where but that I match watched that so match good. at the pay-per-view, the whole thing, yeah, and we I was did. like, this fucking sucked. Yeah, it, sometimes... it was bad. There yeah. was nothing behind it. There was no story. There was really no conflict other than the no. one that they created. And you know what could have saved the Shield? What could have saved him? What could have saved Dean Ambrose? Kurt Angle being part of the Shield again? Oh, God. <laughs> that was so bad. Yeah. But is if when Roman Reigns went away, and I, it's, it's sad. With this current leukemia. This, this yes. current okay. leukemia thing. It was sad. But sometimes those stories make things happen on wrestling that weren't going to happen before. Yes. I think, and everybody's like, oh, they had to do it. Just Did they have to do it? I don't think they what had to do it. What are you talking about? Break up the shield that night. Well, you had to because Roman no, was didn't. going away. No, you didn't. Oh, the whole shield. You don't mean the Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. I cared then. It was like, these guys See, have a story what, now. I feel they have a care. bond. They have a bond. But then breaking up that night, it really made no sense to me. And then you never got any justification. The payoff, yeah. You never got any justification. He's like, I'm not going to tell you, but I'm kind of going to tell you. And did He's I tell like, you? oh, it's because, know. you know, Roman Reigns got what he deserved and nobody cared about me. I remember I okay. co-hosted the Jabberknocker, I think, the next day or two days after. And I was like, or right before, and I was like, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose right now in the Shield, I kind of care about right now. Like, they're getting another chance. If they had been, like, you saw the emotion in their eyes. It was real. If you had kept them together up until, like, right now, and then they split the Royal Rumble, I think you would have developed their characters as guys who care about their friend. And the animosity could have built back and forth. You could have told the story other than just, I'm not going to tell you why I hit you that night. Yeah. It well, no but sense. that has nothing to do with Seth Rollins being overrated. That's just poor storytelling. They just tried to get a pop in the ratings by being like, if we break them up tonight, it'll be cool. It'll it's get like, a lot of attention. Yeah, and a I lot th- of things will be cool if you do them right away, but that doesn't mean the payoff's going to be any good. And that's the problem. They're just trying to pop a rating instead of tell a story. Yeah, but this has nothing to do with Seth Rollins being overrated. That- no, it does. That's the, He is overrated because his work in the ring is lackluster See, and I- his character isn't good. You can't tell me you watch an Usos match and the effort they give, I- the, difference, the difference in each match they give, just their performance, and then you watch a Seth Rollins match where it's basically the same spots, basically the same moves, does the little dive. Even Jimmy and Jay go over the top. He goes through the middle. Who fucking cares? First of all, all everybody that needs has to go. that move. Yeah, everyone needs everybody to has that. that move. And we see it way too much. But he's uh, not delivering high quality matches. Like I don't, I don't, I'm not enthralled by his matches the so way other people you, what, ca- captivate. So you think like and the he, intensity. So he doesn't have like that Daniel Bryan yes. intensity. Because he does sometimes do the, you know, go does the suicide dive, gets back in the ring, does it again, goes back in the ring, does it again. I like that. I like the intensity in those moves. But I see what you mean. He's there going is some, the most. There is a lot of that. But I still overall think he is the closest thing we have to like what we need from the WWE. He's a guy the that total the fans, package. Yes. He's got it all. He's I wouldn't mind the blonde look. streak coming back. I'd love the blonde streak. Because you know what? I don't know why I don't need, wait. I don't need a version of Elias. That's no, what, that's those two guys look way is. too much. When that brawl started on Monday night, I couldn't tell if it was Elias or Seth Rollins. Uh, one of my friends, like when they fought each other, sent me a picture and was like, if you combine these two people, they would look like you. you know, that's actually really funny. Because <laughs> uh, I have the beard and yeah. like the dark hair. But like, they're basically the same character. And the, like, It's like the meme with uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Daddy, so, or himself. like, you know, you can copy my homework, but make it a little different. Yes. It's like, he's the same guy. Yeah, and so, I think right now is a point where, in the current state of when we're talking about this, is we need to see what Seth Rollins will become next. But I, the overrated part... Because he's not undeniable when you watch him. There are some no, people he, when, you pre- when they perform... 
Like, and I felt like he used to give that kind of effort, but like a Chad Gable, uh, Daniel Bryan, and, and I'm no name of smaller guys, but even like Cesaro, you can feel the undeniableness oh, yes. of them in the ring. Like, I know I'm working for something. I feel like he's at the top, and he's kind of like, I'm at the top. I feel like, you know what Seth Rollins needs is, is like a Stone Cold podcast. He needs that... He needs to go out there and tell his story and not on like the Edge and Christian. He needs to be on a WWE product. But we're, I don't think we're ever getting that again after Dean Ambrose basically was like the suicide of his career when he did that Stone Cold podcast. And Stone Cold um, said he was the bad champion. Well, was it, you know, he, he didn't even... He was just trying to question him about his childhood and stuff and Dean Ambrose was like not giving him any answers and was very uncomfortable by the questions and it just got really awkward and he made him look really, really bad. It made Dean Ambrose look bad and that's not what you should be doing not only to your superstars, to your champion. And I think right now that's what Seth Rollins needs. He needs one of those sit-down interviews with a guy that's credible or like that's one reason I'm not a big fan of now Renee Young being on commentary. We're not getting that from her. You want a story. I do. No, and I'm, I'm giving you that. Have, we don't we have don't, But I'm not putting that on Seth Rollins. There's no conflict. There's no... There's not, you, you might but say there's Lashley, no reason to have him on TV because what's he doing there? But you could say that about 90% of the guys. That's the problem, though. And but he is, should be above And them. this is yes. the thing, like, I'm going to go back to Hulk Hogan real quick, where people were like, well, you got mad because he was on TV, but you're not mad because all these other people didn't apologize. It's like, no, they should apologize. But just because everybody else didn't doesn't mean that this guy shouldn't do it. He should do it. Seth Rollins should go out there and care. I know he doesn't have motivation. Half of the guys don't have motivation back there from a good story. But he should be like the other guys, like the Cesaros of the world, like the Sheamuses of the world. Like there's so many Make people dog like, crap into yeah. apple pie, we'll yeah. say. You know, put, put, he, lip, put lipstick on the pig. Yes. And, you know, and that is something that I can even see or I have seen in the past. And I think right now they're trying to turn that with him. I don't know whether it's money, motivation, getting behind him again. Maybe it is something like that. Like, you know, think about your career and your work that I know went on on television all the time or you know no no, no. there's no difference between us and anybody out there that's and anybody true. in wrestling think about that profession he was and you've re- reached a level of he reached the peak yeah and he was probably regardless of finance but his in his in his profession and for a notoriety he reached the peak and he came down from there and has never really gotten able to get back there and i wonder if there's a part of him that's like why am i not that guy and that's not a good thing he needs and, to be yes, able to deal and, with that. And obviously, this is wild speculation by both yeah. of us on everything. But that's what you see. That's kind of what you're putting. To put this hypothesis together, that's what we're seeing. Yeah, Maybe we're drawing that's... lines from all over the place, as yeah. Bruce Pritchard would say, and trying to make something out of it. But just look at your real life. You've seen people like this who were really good. They've reached it, and then they're kind of like, I'm going to hang here. I, I, I don't need to prove myself as and much. Drops. And then you've seen people who are like, I'm going to get better. I'm going to keep getting better. Yeah. And once I'm at the top, nobody's going to take me off because I'm going to do – I'm Everything gonna outwork I can. the rest. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna be the Nevels of the world. Yeah, Tom Daniel Brady, Bryan. ten years yes. ago when he got the parking spot, and you can see him falling off a little now. <laughs> he's Seth Rollins. Right now. So you think Seth Rollins is hitting the cliff? I think he's just he's not well, kind of. He's not motivated. Like, but I think he right, has he so literally has this. every tool. Like if I could design a wrestler, it would look a lot like him. If, what is uh, what do they always say? It's Randy Orton. If you could build our WWE, pretty much. And we've so, seen Randy Orton. Have oh, the he, same problem. He's the guy where I think there's a lot of similarities between the two with the conversation you're having, and you're actually selling me a little bit. I kind of see a little bit of where you go, your point of view. But I think the thing is, at the end of the day, he's we're not, now. Yeah, he's not a bad wrestler. He's, no, he's that's probably, why you wouldn't. We wouldn't even be talking about yeah. him if you didn't like the, yeah, the idea a, of him. He's probably from, and I've seen some WWE stories on him. Tell those stories. He oh, seems yeah. like a remember great when guy. he was coming back. Him and he Finn has Balor. A wrestle, yeah, he has like a wrestling school. He seems to yeah. like he he like takes. He's got in all people. the CrossFit stuff. He's the CrossFit cross. Fit Jesus, that is like his nickname. Yeah. He has this like students under him. He's a hard worker outside of the ring 
And I think what you're looking for here is just a little more of that inside the ring. And on top of that, we're looking for something to sink our teeth into because I think Seth Rollins is the type of guy that the WWE Universe, this is what I meant by the CM Punk uh, analogy, is that he could be that guy if he's a face that had some edge and that could actually do something. And I think right now, he's the guy for me right now that should be the one to take down Brock Lesnar. I would it love shouldn't it. be Braun. He you... should beat the. He should win the Rumble. He should go on to but face right now, and beat Brock. This Lesnar. thing they think they have with him, the I'm going to slap Triple H and get my title shot See, and I... lose anyways. That isn't enough for me. But we what need... do you want then? Because that's a great like. At least he's showing aggression. Like he saw it up there. The way the story was told is he wins his match. And he looks up there and there's Triple H just fraternizing with. Uh, Sasha and Bailey, and he's he like, shouldn't no. have got a match because it makes no sense for him to get a rematch when they said you're not getting a rematch. What but should he happen it. is he should have slapped it. He should have slapped Triple H again, and Triple H said, "Oh, you want a rematch? You want a rematch? You're not getting a rematch for the Intercontinental Ch- Championship ever again." You know why? Because I think you're too good for it. Well, that's a story. Though. But you know what? You're gonna have to do. No, you can't now? say too good. You should you're just gonna say... have to be number one in the Royal Rumble, and you're gonna have to prove to me. Again, that you're worth any championship because right now what you're doing is not worth it. And then you show him no matches for the next few weeks. You show him working out. You show him wrestling before. You build a story of like, all right, he's coming for it. He's like the going Vince McMahon uh, chicken? Oh, yeah, yeah. But like in a serious way. No, I know what you're saying. But again, that's the story we're not getting though. So that's not him. That's not him being overrated. That's not his problem. That is the creative problem. Oh, 100%. Yes. Because so, it's it's – I think it's on both of them because no, of course it is. It's always creative and stuff like that. But I think with the, with this, with the, we got to play with. He's what we also see. not taking the ball when he has that's, it and pushing it as far as he can. Yeah, and I think that's what it comes down to. Will so let's ask you this: If you right now, do you want Seth Rollins to be that guy? You feel like do you just dislike him? You just think he's overrated and you don't want to see anything, or do you just want more? I don't dislike him. I love him. Well, I've said this before. I feel like he's a kid of mine and he's fucking up. He's, like, disappointing me. He's not working. I, I know what he's capable of. I see the talent. And I'm like, I know, like, the creative might not be where you want, but you got to go out there. Maybe take a chance. They're not going to fire you if you go out there. He's handsome. Yeah. They're not going to fire you if you go off the cuff a little bit, maybe. You know? Yeah. Get creative on your own. Do things to put yourself in the spotlight. Like, go out he... on social media and do something that's like, look at me. I'm doing this. Like Becky Lynch. Like Becky Lynch. She's making a name for herself on social media. And maybe he's like... And this is fine. If this is what makes him, like, in his life, he's like, I'm cool with where I am right now. I'm going to take my stories from creative. I'm going to take them as far as I can go with, you know, the that's a job. I put in. That's, that's a job. That's a job. Yeah. If that's that's what it is, that's fine. But that's not the guy I want leading my company. If he's going to be the yeah. guy that he's saying in these promos that he's going to do everything he can, show me. I'm not you know seeing funny? it. It's I, not coming across. Yeah, I feel like after you just explained, that's kind of how I feel in my work. Like, they're handing me stuff. I'm like, I don't want to do anymore. I just yeah. want to do this, but I want things to be better. Hmm. That motivated me here. This is a mo- this is a microcosm. This is now Rossi on. Uh, this is uh, Rossi and Billy D on. Mo- this is a motivate. This is a TED Talk. This just turned into a, a TED, TED talk. talk on motivation. So if you feel that you want to be somewhere better at where you are in your work, outwork the room. I mean, that's and when you're handed you when you're handed crap, don't cry, don't complain, just make it better and prove it. I've gotten minimal promotions in my life. That like people looked at as a good thing by doing that. Yeah, like that's, oh, that's what I, what I, I, do, yeah. I feel like I sound like that guy on social media, the Gary Vc or whatever the hell yeah, his name okay. is right now. Yeah, that's He makes millions of dollars, bro. That that is how you do it, and you can and see it. But the problem with WWE sometimes, but he's in the position where he can do it because they yeah. like him. Like 
The Miz has done it in the past. But I think Morrison. that's almost a problem. Zack Ryder like has him. done it, yes. But no, I think it's good because, no, because he, he, can, he can take that social media route because they like Becky Lynch right now. She's doing it on social media. But and she did it. They didn't, she did. they didn't do it for her. They didn't like her to that next level. So she kind of took it into her own hands. I think what Seth Rollins is, they like him. They want him. It's like they're driving his character like a Roman Reigns. They're, when they take over your character and they being WWE creative and Vince getting his hands and his talons in on you, I actually think that's where the problem lies for the wrestling community and wrestling fans because then we know it's like, this is where the quote shoved down your throat because like he's not doing this the way I see the people I really want to see happen. Like Becky Lynch, the reason she's over is because nobody in their right mind, and maybe it is creative stuff going on in the back. Obviously, WWE is just not letting them say anything. They're giving her the right people to work with to make her character on screen and on social media even bigger. So I feel like maybe I, I if he was on things... SmackDown, it could be better. But that's another problem. Like I think the people on Raw. And again, you've seen this happen in real life. Yeah. Like you get to a point where your bosses, your managers, the people telling you what to do, you're just like, oh God, I'm just going to punch the clock today. All right, to put the bow in it, do you want Seth Rollins to be the man, not Becky Lynch, but do you want him to be the guy like for this WrestleMania? Do you want him to be in the main event? Or where do you see him? Like what makes this better for you right now? I mean, he needs to be booked similarly. Obviously, they're not going to do it exactly, but something like that because... Do you see him winning the Rumble? I mean, I could. I mean, it, but do you it, want that for where I, your where again, your headspace is with again? If it was like a real competition, yeah. But do you want it? Do you want you have the pencil? Only if the story is told correctly, I want it. That's that's I have okay. to couch it. But like as the Weak way answer. as the way, as, as the way it's going right now, no. That answer was as overrated as you think Seth Rollins. Is. Yeah. Well, then if you're gonna put me on the spot like that, no, because I don't okay. like where his character is right now. All right, fair. But if they can change it, what do you want? What do you want him at WrestleMania? You at have WrestleMania. Yeah. See, this is another thing I'll bring up. I don't know because. He had a match God with Shinsuke. He had a he had a match with Shinsuke Nakamura yeah, a few paper goes. Yeah, a few paper views ago. Where if you told me that four, three, four years ago, you would be like, "That's a fucking main event of like a SummerSlam, maybe yeah. not a WrestleMania, but that is a main event." Or oh, that's like, like an opening match at yeah, a WrestleMania yeah, like, or something. Sami Zayn had a great match with this guy. Like when that like three oh, years my, ago, that was the best. Seth Rollins was the heel. It was kicking ass. You're like, "Oh my god, they're gonna fight. He's gonna come over from New Japan and they're gonna go at it. That's gonna be an amazing match." But the week before, Seth Rollins. Cuts a promo and says, I'm really worried about Dean Ambrose. You know, Shinsuke Nakamura is cool and all. It's like, what? Yeah, don't get... He's you, like, you I don't just, want to be distracted. You just, like, pushed down what could have been a great thing. And by the way, Shinsuke Rusev, we fought that in the good. That was great. I thought it was all right. I, I wasn't it was great. Smart, but oh, good. I like the personal angles. There you go. All right, so to tell you, I'm not giving you... I think you didn't make a good enough point that he's overrated. I win. So, oh, no, uh, I match, convinced you. <laughs> you were leaning heavy. Match of the week this week. I'm going to give you the Shield versus Evolution six-man tag. Six-man tag when but it they were But ma- they were comprised of three-man teams. Just I hate saying. I hate no, the no, random uh, muck duck uh, of... You, like, got a, you got a lot of backdoors. No, no, no. You got a lot of backdoors no, your arguments. You, no, 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 no. Oh, yes. No, I've always said tag team oh, matches always. comprised of non-tag teams. There was a point where Raw... Well, there's like, not a ton of these. There's no, no such no, thing. No. So you just don't want any six-men. That's the moral. I know you said it. If it's between like the New Day and like Sanity, that makes sense because they have multiple people to so make So Evolution in the Shield from, uh, it was a six-man elimination match, payback 2014, 30 minutes, excellent. Seth Rollins coming out uh, when he was, I keep saying coming out like it's like uh, coming out of the closet. Yeah, it was more Seth Rollins' performance that made him the star that he has become today, overrated or not. <laughs> yeah, well, the star. Woo, yeah. No. What do you got? Uh, so, uh, we've had quite the thread online on Twitter between uh, a lot of my old work friends. You yep. know, a lot of Jabberknocker people involved. Oh, the fucking Jabberknockers. Shut, shut them out again. Fuck the Jabberknockers. 
They, uh, it all started from somebody until I, until I hear them say stuff about us. All right, all right, all right. I'll, 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 no, I don't I'll, want to push it. I want them. If, oh, I'll know if they hear this. By my my reaction, listen, Jawbenockers, you can all suck it. All right, <laughs> I don't know how many listens you have. I'm happy that you're doing a wrestling podcast if it tickles your fancy, but you can suck it. And we're gonna do a lot. We'll do a live one with them one day. Yeah, right? yeah. and I'll just destroy them. <laughs> That's the one like that. Uh, <laughs> Are they sensitive? No. Can they take it? Yeah. Okay. Definitely one of them. Oh, eh, both how many them. how many guys are in there? I feel like there's another guy. Isn't there three guys? No. Who's the other guy? There's like a guy who says of J uh, J K. Uh, that's Joe? That, that that no, that's Canoe. He has two Twitters. He has a wrestling Twitter and then he has his real Twitter. That's Josh. So wait, but he so who runs their actual account? Uh, uh Nestle. So they is, both have two accounts. Yes. Loses. Continue. <laughs> well, so we had a thread that started. It's it's going crazy. Uh, as of right now, like uh, probably a hundred. Things back and forth. Yeah. But it all started with a Das Wonder Kid, Alex Wright, Ooh. 30 second cut of his uh, intro dance? and intro dance and like his moves. Yep. And to me, that was just a beautiful time in WCW when it was on the come up, when you had him, when you like had 96. Yeah, you had those fun characters like him and Disco Inferno. I always love playing as Disco Inferno in WCW Revenge. Two of the greatest intro songs. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. The Das Wonder Kid one is unbelievable. Yep. Uh, Disco, not the greatest wrestler, but no, not, don't tell him that. Yeah, he, he he's, he's got a podcast. That he like he was mean. very entertaining. He, yes, like even like we want the duck. Yeah, gotta have this duck. Come he, on, he, he was great. He would get anything over because he just had that personality. And Alex Wright was a very good wrestler. Yes. Uh, so I, I'm gonna tell you to go out of your way, watch the Monday Nitro, uh, nine twenty two ninety seven, Disco yep. Inferno versus Alex Wright. See good entrances. See a pretty good match back and forth. Have a little bit of fun. It's like 10 minutes. It's fun. Ha- like, just have a blast. Go back to a time when wrestling could have these matches between, like, what we would now say is like a Zack Ryder type of guy and uh, Kurt Billy, I'm going to make a jar. It's the Jobberknocker Mentions jar <laughs> and the Zack Ryder jar. But you can't you, tell me. You cannot tell me if Cena came out and no, instead, you're right. It came out Zach Ryder, in, yes. in, in the front of the thing, and like not Zack Ryder, but maybe uh, Kurt Hawkins or any of those guys, even No Way Jose. That would be brilliant, actually. He's like, instead of somebody coming out and saying, I want a piece of you, I'm going to say right now, I'm going to call out I'm going to call somebody out, and you know what? I don't care. This is going to be the main event tonight. Me versus No Way Jose or whoever it is. And it's like, how on board it was like, would have you been? It would be like the I open would, challenge. I would absolutely be on board. It reminds me of when he fought Cesaro in the open challenge. Yeah. Cesaro was in that kind of midway point at best, and that was a match that showed his star, put a little buff on the star, the shine of his star. So If they had I'm done something you. like that, it would have been a beautiful way to start Raw. I think we should do a separate podcast called Billy's Bitching Hour. And this is basically what this is. This is kind of... <laughs> because you know what? If I have to watch, and we've mentioned it before, three hours, where if like you tell somebody you watched a three-hour movie that was bad, they'd be like, oh, that must have sucked. We do that a lot on Monday nights. So if I, I have to watch... I think it's gotten better, though. I, I need... It's, it's no, definitely gone terrible. Uh, terrible strong. No, it, it, it was bad. The first hour was really good. Oh, uh, no, it wasn't. But if I have to... like If, I, if I'm going to watch it for this... Po- like, this is my venting. This is like okay. me getting it out. So but I, I brought you to... up a lot of good stuff today. Oh, now you're looking for credit. Okay, yeah, chasing and, I, and I rebooked. Yeah, you did. You did your best today. All right, I'm so mad at you. But uh, I embrace so... solutions, not problems. You did. You, John Taffer, you're doing a good job with that a little bit, even though you just keep going to creative and making poor arguments for overrated people. You but said you did. It. It. You said it. Overrated people. Yeah. All right. So then coming up this week. So here's our close again. You can get in if you didn't hear the beginning. We're going to be sending it's out some information people. of the Rossi on Wrestling Invitational. Me and Billy will be clearly a part of this. We'll get as many people. We're going to get 30 people involved. Maybe the jobber slobs over there, they can do this too. Oh, yeah. Um, so upcoming episodes next week. We thought this was pretty rough. 
Next week, we're going to be going deep dive into AJ Styles and WWE. I think the whole podcast will take a different form. We'll do very little on the currency. We'll, we'll, we'll squeeze it into the this. Money? The money? Yes, the currency of wrestling. Uh, no, I meant the current product. I think the, like our week in wrestling, some of the stuff. We'll hit the real big stuff. We'll get quick in the good, the bad, the ugly because we got to talk about AJ Styles and WWE because we're going to very differ. We have very different opinions on that. Yeah, I'm going to go out of my way. I'm going to make a list of things to watch. Yes, we can, really we'll share. To... Let's share these things because I already have a ton that I have prepared. So we'll go back and forth. If people want to get involved, you have anything on AJ Styles, we'll, we'll put out a post on social media about that. And we again, have... I'm not going to spoil any of my takes. So, I, but I, I. But matches, promos, yeah. people send them along. Then on the 23rd, the following week, we'll have our Royal Rumble prediction podcast. We will have our live Royal Rumble reaction. We're also going to have a bonus Royal Rumble viewing. We don't know the exact date just yet, but the podcast, and we will put up this poll. Um, we need to be more interactive. We do. We need We need to, we, yeah. Yeah, but that's my New Year's resolution, being more interactive about this podcast on Ooh. Twitter. Then I will do it too. What the hell? Yeah. All right, so then we are going to have a listener poll. Again, Billius chose the 1992, maybe the greatest Royal Rumble of all time, the 1990, I'm sorry, the 2005 Royal no Rumble. No idea what it is. The 2009 <laughs> Royal Rumble and the 2011 Royal Rumble. So we'll put those up. We will do a watch along. We'll disc- we'll talk about the entire Rumble, which everyone wins, the matches, all that, but we will do a live watch along with the Rumble itself. What so, I would say please, is what if we did what we did last time? We watched the Rumble as like the, the main course, but we pick out a spot. Like, whatever the coolest yes. other match is. We can maybe do, like, the main event of that year yeah. or whatever, the title match. That's fair. Just to also kind of warm you up, and we could talk about things that happened before that. But that is what we have on deck here. Rossi on Wrestling. Please like, share, subscribe. give, Leave us a review so we don't have, like, a one-star review that says talk too much, which I have a feeling it's Billy who did that. Uh, maybe no. it was one of those jobber queers. It could have been. <laughs> oh, that, is that offensive in these days? Yes, it is very. Is it? Well, no, a queer. What does queer mean? Uh, uh, it used to mean happy, I believe. Yeah, those happy, those happy jobbers. Well, you can still say, um, like a Jack Edwards say all the time when somebody gets punched, he's going to wake up on Queer Street. Now, like, you know what's funny? Now that I said that, does that make me a homophobe? Uh, I think you because like I said that naturally. much about it, maybe. I don't know. But like we use that term. That term obviously is dying. I don't know. What am I defending myself? I call them what I call them or I come after me. Um, but nonetheless, um, we I will... like the Jabber Slobs. <laughs> Jabber Slobs, that's the, I don't Half the things that I say that actually may potentially be funny, I'm not even thinking. Because it's like rubber. a slobber knocker, which is like yeah. a Jabber knocker. And it's like I don't even know what it means. How about that? I don't even know what it means. Well, I thought knocker. that was their thing. It's like, like slobber a slobber knocker, but jobber. a jobber knocker. All right, good call. Good for them. Nice logo. Squirrel. Sock anyways. <laughs> Stupid. All right, good. so before we end the podcast, yes. we put in the intro before. Do you have any – do you know what it's going to be this time? Like the music? Yeah, I already got it. Oh, really? Why, do you, do you have a request now? How about next week? No, next week's going to be AJ Styles. I already – I have Seth Rollins. You heard it earlier. Oh, this is a Seth Rollins one? This is Seth Rollins. We can, can change can we, it. Can we do outro music? Yeah, right now. Can't you hear it? Disco fever, disco fever, yeah, 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 yeah.